This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. This is Benita. Did you say Benita? Yes. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Good morning to you and happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. God's got our back all the time. Amen. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. 
Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Uh, my name is Cindy. Good morning, Cindy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Is this your first time calling in? Uh-huh. Oh, well, welcome. So mm-hmm. glad you called in this morning. And who invited you? Carla. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Carla. Carla. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Well, we hope you continue to call in. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Pretty. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. How you feeling? I am doing better. Thank you so much. Great. Appreciate your prayers. Love you, sis. Love you, too. All right. One on mute. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? I'm just going to remind everyone, if you are not speaking, can you make sure your phone is on mute until instructed to come off mute? Thanks so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. Top of the morning. This is Sabrina. Good morning. Declare Victory line. Hey, 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 hey. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Happy Wednesday to you as well. (laughs) Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuable. Good morning, Declare Victory. Happy, wonderful Wednesday. Have a blessed day, everyone. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday to you. And thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Valacita. Is that Cynthia? Yes, Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Good morning, Miss Wonderful Wanda. Happy Wednesday. 
Good morning, wonderful Wanda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute and we'll begin. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in during the month of August where our monthly theme is entitled Focus. Each declarer will discuss how their focus should align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical, biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. Okay, we didn't have any new um, prayer requests from uh, online nor on the uh, nor spoken. So we'll go right into the order of the call. The order of the call is as follows: Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is from Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, worthy, think about such things. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Hallelujah for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for letting us see another day, God. We bless you. We thank you for watching over us and keeping us safe. As we slept last night, God, we thank you for being the gentle provider and protector that you are. We thank you for being an amazing God. 
Hallelujah. We thank you for being a good, good father. We just thank you, God, for supplying all of our needs according to your riches and your glory. Thank you for how you always keep us safe from hurt, harm, and danger. God, even when that's at our own hands, we bless you today. Father, we have a long list of things that we could ask you for. But before we ask you for anything, we make the commitment to thank you for everything because you are good. You are sovereign. You are the creator of the entire universe. We thank you because you fail not. Hallelujah. We thank you for just sitting in the realization that there is absolutely zero failure in you, Father. And so we bless you for that, God, even as things come to compete for our focus and our attention. We thank you that we can keep our mind stayed on you. Hallelujah. And your word promises us that you'll keep us in perfect peace. So, Father, we thank you for giving us an outline. Hallelujah for peace. God, we thank you that your joy is our strength on this morning. Father, we thank you that you have considered everything that we need, and your word reminds us that everything that we need is in you. You've provided everything that we need. So, Father, we just bless you on today as we lift up. God, those that are standing in the need of prayer, we thank you for the opportunity to come before you, God. As dear children, we thank you for the opportunity to stand in place and in the gap for those that are in need of prayer. We thank you for the ministry of intercessory prayer. Father, we lift up the, everyone, God, who is standing in the need of prayer. God, we thank you for the prayer requests that have been written on the tablets of our heart. God, those that have not been spoken on this morning, but the ones that you know because you know our thoughts are far off. Father, we lift up those that are standing in the need of mercy and grace, God, in the form of healing. Father, we lift up Tanya to you on this morning as she continues to battle cancer. We lift up Chris to you this morning. Father, and all of those, God, who we know to call and those who we don't know to call the standing God in the need of prayer. God, we lift up Ms. Barbara to you. We lift up Art and Patrick to you, God, as they sit. Hallelujah. In bereavement, God, we ask that you would do what only you can do, and that's continue to give them your peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we lift up all of those that are connected to this call. We lift up Valerie this morning to you, God. We lift up her children and her husband to you, God, even as they are standing and navigating the waters of loss. God, we thank you for how you're working in her life. We thank you for how she's using her loss as a testimony that you are still good and that your grace is yet sufficient. Father, we ask that you would continue to be her strength, to give her peace, and to continue to be the source of her joy. Father, we thank you for the example that she is to us on today. Father, I lift up everyone that's connected to this call, God, that is in need of healing in their bodies, healing in their minds. Father, I thank you that you made us. You know all about us. So, God, we're asking that you would touch from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Father, we lift up those that are emotionally unwell, those that are emotionally struggling today with whether it's depression, anxiety, hallelujah, whether it is grief or bereavement, God, anything that is causing emotional distress, we thank you that you 
are not only a heart fixer, but you are a mind regulator. And so, God, we thank you that you can stabilize even the emotional systems of our bodies, God. You can stabilize even the regulatory systems of our bodies. And so, God, we thank you that you are a great physician. We thank you that you have never, ever, ever lost a patient. And so, Father, we lift these bodies up to you, the original manufacturer. God asking that you would do what only you can do, and that is to be God in our lives. God, as we continue on this journey, of purpose and focus as we try to reach our destiny, God, we realize that we can't do anything without you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. You are the compass for our journey. We realize that we can't do anything without you. So, Father, we take a moment and we invite you into our lives, God, into our daily lives, into our daily purpose, into our daily journey, and ask you to just walk with us, God. Walk with us as we're on this Christian journey. Walk with me, Lord. Be a lamp unto my feet and a guide into my pathway. Walk with us, God. Lead us and guide us to where you would have us to go on this morning, Father. We thank you that as our children get ready to return to school, God, that you keep them Safe, God, we thank you for keeping them safe this entire summer. God, we lift up those parents that are trying to figure out how they're going to get school supplies, how they're going to get clothes, how they're going to fix their children's lunches. And, God, we thank you in advance for a way being made, God, that seemingly comes out of no way. We recognize this morning that you are our way maker. And so, God, we thank you that those children will have everything that they need. We thank you for every crossing guard, every teacher, every cafeteria worker, every office worker. God, we thank you and we ask that you would strengthen them and that you would give them the grace and the mercy to deal with children um, this season. God, we thank you for a successful academic school year. Father, we thank you for excellence in academia and in sports and scholarship. God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for those that are on the line that may be in need of employment. We thank you for open doors, God. We thank you for even provision on the Ravens plan. God, we thank you that we realize even as we seek employment that the job is the resource. You are the ultimate source. And so we thank you, God, for even that need being met. We thank you for meeting housing needs, God. We thank you. God, we lift up those that are lonely on today. God, those that are without companionship, meaningful connections, and family. Father, those that are living lives in isolation on today. God, we ask that you would bless them, strengthen their hearts, God, and that you would send them to the right place and send people to the right place that will help them in a real tangible way do life. Hallelujah. We lifted those with hardened hearts on today because they've been hurt with trauma. And God, we thank you that you, your word reminds us that we can pray and that you are creating us a new heart. God, that you will clean our hearts. God, that you will renew the spirit within us. So God, I thank you. Hallelujah. That nothing is ever final with you. That you can make us anew, afresh, all over again. You are just that good, God. We thank you that you are the only true and living God. You're all powerful, almighty, all-knowing. Hallelujah. All-sufficient. God, we thank you that you are living and you are the only true and living God. We worship you, God. We count it a privilege to sit and to 
stand and to kneel before your throne on this morning. God, as we get ready to go out into the marketplace, we invite you to have your way in our day. God, focus us on what your will is for our lives today. God, we thank you that as we continue to traverse, we'll see Jesus. We'll see you, God, and in turn, we'll allow others to see you in us. So as we get ready to take our phones off of mute, we do so with joy and enthusiasm because we realize that you hear us when we pray. So, Father, we just thank you for being a hearing God. We thank you for being a seeing God. We thank you for being a God that can be touched with our infirmities. God, we thank you that you feel what we feel. You see what we see, God, and we thank you that you are gracious towards us. We thank you that you are merciful towards us. We thank you that your heart is tender towards us. We thank you, God, that you are overwhelmed by the things that we feel, God. We thank you that you had a plan of the change for us. God, we thank you that when I ought to have
We thank you for how you continue to show forth your glory in her life, God. And we just thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your favor. And we pray that it never runs out. Hallelujah. We pray that it never runs out as we place our phones on mute. Hallelujah. As we check and double check, stay on the phone. The call is in your hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so good morning. God morning. Great morning and happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. As always, it's my favorite day of the week. I am always beyond pleased to entreat each of you when called upon. Thank God for his saving grace, his keeping power, and for his consistency and for his love. Uh, Today's Wait While You Wait Wednesday. It's the day that we have set aside to fast. It's the day that we push back our plates and keeping in mind that it is not for God. (laughs) It is for you that you would go and you would grow um, and, and really discipline your flesh. It takes focus to fast. Um, if we all just be honest, it takes focus. Um, I am excited about the topic. Um, last month's topic, I think, set us up perfectly for this because now you have a reason to focus for those that uh, are already currently on task and for those that um, are growing into um, and doing the discovery fact-finding uh, to wherein your purpose actually lies. It is all par of the course. And so we thank God for um, Holy Spirit and how he gives wisdom and insight that we don't necessarily um, have no idea what the outcomes will be. We just know that there is an outcome. Right before I get ready to share, uh, for those of you that are connected to me, on social media, you've already heard the amazing news. Uh, and for those of you that are not, uh, I am uh, just humbled by how God's hand is so consistent and how that the word declares that miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow them that believe. Now, uh, because I don't, I don't speak about it as frequently as I, of course, used to, Yesterday, my son called me after his oncology appointment uh, to report that we are no longer subjected to every other Tuesday and five-hour infusions and, uh, man, six, seven, eight-hour sometimes hospital visits for both myself and my baby for many, many years, Uh, and, and just to... Uh, hear that that is no longer a thing is, man, (laughs) all I want to tell you is no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how you think it it may end, um, just know this, God has the final say in all things concerning you and concerning myself. And so I thank God for that. I just wanted to share that with somebody who may be struggling in your health, uh, 
You may be frustrated with the process. Just keep going. Promise you'll win if, in fact, you do not quit. That being said, yesterday my niece did an amazing job uh, teaching and sharing, uh, even going into clinical terminology with regards to cognition and uh, uh, cognitive therapy. <laughs> uh, she jump-started us perfectly. And we call that an alley-oop around here. She set it up for me so that I could then follow. And, and let, let's go in one more layer, if that's all right with you and I. If I were you, I'd grab a notebook. Um, and I'm sorry, I need to back up. Thank you, Valuable, for always doing what you do. Thank you, Grace, for uh, uh, bringing us into the presence of God. Uh, through prayer and supplication from your heart. I appreciate you greatly. All right, let's get into it. Um, I'm sure that by the time this month is over, you should borderline have the definition for the word uh, focus in and of itself down to a science. Uh, I'm going to use a variation of words, but if I were to coin this, um, anything as a title, it would be focus first. Focus first. Uh, if, if we'd all be honest, um, focus takes focus. <laughs> I am grateful to be surrounded by people who are um, disciplined in living, who live very disciplined um, very different lives. I uh, was able to uh, observe as uh, who we call Nadine, as Nadine, honey, would ignore you for weeks on end uh, in preparation for a final. Who, who will not talk to you, honey, until her alarm goes off in her phone and uh, honored to uh, be able to observe uh, Dr. Sabrina Robertson as uh, we may travel and spend time together. You, you always catch her doing some type of a research, some type of study. One of the things that you'll notice about people who go the distance or go further faster, they tend to be more focused than others. They tend to have their goals and objectives, uh, their expected outcomes within their eye gate or in their immediate reach. Uh, as, as stated, I'm, I'm honored to be able to spend time with people who uh, live rather focused lives, but just be honest. Um, I, I did not ever in a million years think uh, or have an idea that now nearing 10 years later, a focus would be on a 6 a.m. call. Um, and again, for many, many years, every single solitary day uh, of, of the week, we would convene at 6 a.m. near and far. I never in a million years thought that focus would garner uh, many of the outcomes of the myriad of people that have come and gone, uh, never would have thunk it that ministries would be burned and lives would be changed as a result of just a specific morning focus. But 
thanks be unto God who always gives us the victory or causes us to triumph. I've been able to witness um, multitudes of people grow, change, become, move into purpose, operate uh, from their places and spheres of strength. The word focus in and of itself means to cause to be concentrated. It means a center of activity, attraction, or attention, guided or directed emphasis to a point of concentration, direction of attention, a state or condition permitting clear perception and understanding, right? Um, For myself, anybody that knows me in close proximity knows that. (laughs) First and foremost, it has to um, garner my attention for me to focus. I can hear you, listen to you, hear you, and understand you, and do two or three things in my head at the same time. I promise I'm not just making it up. Once upon a time, um, many of uh, the things that I did were multifaceted or multitasked simply because of the nature of, number one, how my gifts operate, but also what I am called to do. I could be in a room and hear what she said and he said and they said all at the same time and be able to repeat it back to you just about verbatim because I understand what my responsibility in the earth is. That definition was according to Marion Webster's dictionary. As I began to study and just kind of contemplate exactly what I would share, I I started to think about the, the truth of the concentration of what focus adds to each individual life. Right, the word concentration, which is just an extension or an arm of focus, is the act or the process of concentrating, the state of being concentrated, direction of attention to a single object, person, place, or thing. Right? Uh, it could also be or a reference point to an academic major or an area of focus within a major uh, in, in many Fears, the conversation or content of the conversation is what is your academic concentration? Um, the amount of, of a component in a given area or a volume, right? So when we think about the word focus in and of itself, it contends consistently uh, with understanding. I, I don't know about you, but in every area of my life, every question that I ask, it's not uh, for a, a, a judgmental purpose. It's not to interrogate. It really is for clarity. I just want to understand, um, right? The Bible says, in all thy getting, get an understanding. I like to not just hear you, but I want to comprehend what you are saying. I want to know why you're saying it. I want to understand the intentionality of what it is that you are saying. And so I have a tendency um, to lean in. I have a tendency to ask questions that lots of people won't ask. I have a tendency because I am more focused on the outcome than I am the event. 
I'm going to say this. Um, I won't. I won't mention any names. I got a conversation. I mean, I got a phone call on yesterday, and had a conversation with someone that I adore. And um, existing in my skin, I am motivated, moved, and and really kind of propelled by sound. More than your words, your sound penetrates my heart. And this phone call was a panicky phone call. And uh, and so the request was what we all kind of do. <laughs> it's just kind of a, a habit or a tendency, especially if you grew up in church. They said, can you pray with me? Can you worship? <laughs> and so I asked for an explanation. They were so annoyed so thrown off kilter that they couldn't really explain what it is that they needed. And so I said, well, this is the question, and I promise I'll make all this make sense. We're going to go to the word in a moment, but but I want you to get this. And so they were completely frazzled, and I said, okay, so, yeah, no, we're not going to pray and worship. (laughs) We're going to ask you some real questions. Because I, I need to understand exactly what we're praying and worshiping about. So you can feel better for your feelings? Yeah, nope. You're not wasting my time with that this morning. We're going to make some logical decisions. See, one of the things, when you start to focus on the big picture, when you start to focus on the main thing, right, when you focus first, everything else has to follow. Everything else is last. And so the conversation redirected, and, and I made them answer some difficult questions. I'm sure it was uncomfortable, but we went from extremely frazzled, from me feeling all the anxiety and tension and frustration in your voice to having a conversation that was predicated on uh, an expected outcome because Romans 8 and 28 is always actively employed in our lives. And when we focus on the truth, everything else becomes a moot point. Yeah, yeah, what are you saying? Focus on who God called you to be. Focus on what is written in the books of you. Focus on what heaven is blaring about who you are. Ask God for access to the books. And then what you'll notice is that everything else around you becomes obsolete. And so we went from uh, a frustrated space to laughing and joking. And, um, well, you just helped me out. Yeah, because some stuff is not spiritual, uh, is spiritual. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous. Some stuff is not, um, doesn't have anything to do with emotions. It's all based on the position that you hold as an authority figure in kingdom living, right? And when you focus on what that looks like, you will not easily be swayed from the left or to the right with life situations and circumstances. If I were, and let me let me give you a different example, and then we're going to go to the word. If I were to be focused on the fact that my son, uh, for the last seven years, has dealt with some type of chemotherapy or radiation, I never would have 
allowed him to go 3,000 miles away to Atlanta, Georgia, to attend Clark Atlanta University because I'd be too busy trying to control the outcome that I have nothing to do with. Many people tell me, you, you let him go to college? Well, yeah, he's alive. He's a, he's a, a college age appropriate. He is uh, full of zeal and life and has uh, life goals and expectations. Why would I not? Well, if I were you, I would have made him go to school closer. Well, you're not me, lucky for him. And the truth is, he will live until he doesn't. I don't control any of that. Okay. All right. Let Let's go to the word real real quick. So what what I love about the content of the word of God is that if you allow it, it will reshape your thinking. The word says this: Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Colossians three and two says, Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on oh on earth. Focus on God, right? Set your heart on God. Our responsibility is to guard our hearts and our minds. Our job is to expect that because God is a promise keeper, that he will keep his promises to us. We're talking about focus first. What's your first focus? Um, when I consider my expectations or uh, the expectations of the outcomes that I'm looking for in business endeavors, in relationships, the reality is everything precedes um, any interaction. And my ultimate goal is to make sure that my purpose stays my priority, right? In order to do that, you have to focus first. Let's go a little bit further in the word. This is a familiar passage of scripture. You should actually know it by heart. Matthew 6 and 33 reads simply, seek ye first, right? We're talking about focus first. The kingdom of God above all else and everything else will be added unto you, right? In other words, you serve an as-needed God. One of the things I love uh, about who God is and, and how he created us in his image and formed us in his likeness and gave us the ability to operate from a place of Godness because we serve a God head. Our sole responsibility is to know who we are. Our first focus should be, who are you? Right? Do uh do the accoutrements of, of how you live and how you operate and how you move and how you execute things resemble who you believe you to be? And the reality is yes, because whatever your first focus is, we see it on your life. Right? If you're always angry, if you're always bitter, if you're always moody, if you're always temperamental, we understand that your focus has nothing to do with your purpose. It has nothing to do with who God says you are. It has everything to do with who you've designed to survive. There's nothing more frustrating than a person that does not understand the fact that they received grace upon grace. 
You ever spent time with somebody? Uh, somebody tried to suck me into a conversation yesterday? Nope. I, that's not my first focus. My first focus is Romans 8 and 28. Now all things work together for the good of them that love him and are the called according to his purposes. My first focus is I'm going to seek this kingdom effort agenda out and figure out what it is that he wants me to do in the course of today. Because sometimes it doesn't look like the day before and being open to better and open to different. When you focus first on the things of the kingdom, when you focus first on God's objective and agenda, when you focus first on his outcome, even things that look unfavorable, you know, are absolutely employed to serve your purpose. It means that you won't get shifted. You won't get jilted. Uh, Dion, I'm, I'm running out of money. I can't pay my bills. I'm frustrated. I, I know for, for my close friends in my going through the process, and if you know anything about my history, money was never an object. Money was not my thing. I didn't have to worry about when money was coming or how money was coming, but God took me through a process so that he could change my relationship with money. I didn't have any respect for money because it came to me too fast. <laughs> I'm just being honest, right? I, I didn't have respect for money. I didn't know how to focus first on not the money, but what I would do with it when I got it. I would do whatever I wanted to do with it because it was my money in my mind. I didn't realize that I was created to steward things only to advance the kingdom, not just for my own frivolous needs. And don't get me wrong, I get to do uh, some of the things that I want to do, but the ultimate end game, the ultimate outcome is to be standing in a line and be able to say, uh, uh, just take care of this, <laughs> right? That's, I, I just need money to be able to give it away. Right? I, I feel a little bit different about money than I did in times past because my focus has changed. My focus is not on, oh, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And, yeah, I want to do some of that stuff, but I want to do it because uh, I know that there's something over there that I'm supposed to uh, take care of. My my focus is not just on the front of the matter. And don't get me wrong, I have a ball when I go do whatever it is that I go and do. <laughs> However, it's not, fun is not my priority, Right? Um, it just happens along the way, very organically. Uh, let, let's go a little bit uh, further in the word. Colossians 3 and 16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Te teaching and admonishing one another in, in all wisdom, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. What does that have to do with focus? See, there, there is a thing that most people don't really recognize. And the more I talk to quote-unquote Christians, the more I talk to people that go to church Sunday after Sunday, the more I talk to people who call themselves pastors and preachers and teachers and leaders, uh, what I realize is that uh, their first focus is not the people of God. Their first focus is not uh, Jesus, honestly. Their first focus is I'm a good person. I go to church. That's cool. But at the end of the day, do you have a relationship with God? Do you know how to practice his presence? Right? How, how do you get from being a church attendee um, to walking in full and complete purpose? And I, I, I'm I'm just scratching the surface, if I just be honest. I'm just touching the tip of the iceberg. And, and I know that things have been impacted, but, I, yeah, I, I need some more. And that takes 
my first focus being uh, what, God, what is your agenda for today? Now, I'm not worried about what happened yesterday. I'm not worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. What I'm worried about is right this minute. I'm worried about the people uh, that, that he aligns me with, the people that he puts me in their path. I'm, I'm wondering about uh, uh, my focus. I'm in any room that I sit in, and anybody that knows me, it, again, in close proximity, I'm watching the room. You may think I'm not paying attention to much of anything, but I am watching the room. I'm watching the room because my focus is, Lord, is there anything in this room that I was created to impact? And I'm talking about at the gas station. I'm talking about at the corner store. I'm talking about uh, when I'm in the mall or uh, when I stop by a friend's house. God, is there anyone or anything that I'm created to interrupt that I'm created uh, to jilt out of place. I, I understand that I am like the agitator in the washing machine. I am created uh, to make an impact of some sort. It's my job, right? Because my first focus is kingdom agenda. My first focus is kingdom effort. Everything else comes after it, everything, right? Uh, does it mean that all day I walk around uh, uh, speaking in tongues and, and singing hymns? Well, kind of in my head. <laughs> and and it's, it's not really audible. It's more about being present because my focus is, God, what would you have me to do today? Right? Now, that, that speaks to this. It speaks to Hebrews, the 12th chapter, and we all know it very well, 12, 1 through 2. And therefore, since we have and are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw aside everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance. That word there in the scripture means focus. Let's run with our eye gauged at what is next. Right, perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. That word fixing means focus, means we have this thing identified, right? The pioneer and the perfecter of our faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand on, of the throne of God. I think one of the things that I love about even how we uh, how we recall and refer to Jesus, he had his first focus in mind, 24 hours a day, seven, hallelujah, seven days a week. He knew that Dion would need a savior. He recognized, glory to God, that one day I'd wake up and I'd know that his love for me was so intense, so immense, so relentless that he'd kick down doors for me, that he'd fight through my bad attitude, that he'd get over my, uh, help me get over my anger issues and all of the moments where I did not realize, hallelujah, that I was me. Jesus, his first focus was you. Check it out. Dig that. His first focus was your children. His first focus was uh, your your mother. His first focus was your end goal. He never swayed from the outcome. 
his life was so focused and fixed, he didn't mind being invisible <laughs> for 30 years. He didn't mind being unseen or hidden. I only had to deal with seven, and that was hard. That was a struggle. That was frustrating. But today, I get it. Today, I understand that anything that takes me off my focus is an enemy. Anything that throws me off my game, I, I man, get away from me. I'm scared of you. Anything that takes me off the objective or the pathway that I'm called to operate from, it creates a problem on the inside, even if that something is me, right? Anything that would deter me or distract me or keep me from operating from a place of purpose is a tool of the enemy to steal my time. See, the less time I spend in purpose, the more time I spend out of purpose, the more people that I am not able to access because I'm out of alignment with the perfect will of God. Focus does a multitude of things. Let me tell you the first thing that focus does, even in the life of Jesus, and I ain't going to talk about him too much, <laughs> too much, too fast, real hard, because I might not finish. <laughs> because I might uh, have to put this phone down, because listen. Listen, when he finally pulls you into him, when you finally submit and surrender uh, to who was there all the time, not only does it change your focus, it changes your priorities, right? After a while, I don't feel like being mad. I don't don't feel like being frustrated. I don't care what's going on. Oh, my answer, for real, people think I'm borderline off. Because I just say, oh, for real? Oh, got it. <laughs> okay. And and the whole, a house could be burning down, be like, dang, they don't need a new house. <laughs> now, that took a long time to get to, right? That took 50-something years. That took, that took me a little minute. I, I had to graduate to that. But this is what I learned, that the word of God is for me. It's not, it's not some just colloquialisms. It's, it's not just some type of a, a prescription from a physician's office. It's, it's the truth. And it is backed and supported by the spirit of truth. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, you all know it. You just don't believe it yet. You will keep in perfect peace. All who trust in you, listen, listen, all whose thoughts are fixed on you, trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. I can bet on him. Did y'all hear me say? (laughs) My little kid who they told me, we coming up on another anniversary, on August the 16th, my whole life, August 16th of 20. 16. <laughs> My whole entire life shifted. Went to hell in a handbasket, honey. Set the whole thing on fire. Throw the whole thing in the garbage, not the garbage. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. And on August 16th, that, that literally was just 14 days from today, eight years ago, I, we went from perfection we're about to walk into new beginnings, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about these new beginnings because it's about to be my 10-year anniversary with the clear victory if the Lord lets me live. Whoever would have thunk it. 
But I remember that day uh, when he was dealing with uh, encephalitis, which is flooding of the brain. He was delirious. He was completely out of his mind. I didn't know what was going on. I felt like the whole world was crumbling around me. And just a few short days later, they came. That was August the 28th. They came and they told me that uh, we're going to have to do surgery. And he has masses here and there. And uh-oh, now we found more here and there. And by the time it was all over, it said they said it looked like a snake and he was going to die any minute and they would make him comfortable. And that boy would be here on Thursday to go to his best friend's funeral who served him while he was living. My son's statement to me when he discovered that Malik had passed away, he said, Mom, I can't believe that he left here before me. <laughs> Blew me away. And from August 16th to August 28th, and probably for the next three, four years, matter of fact, probably about four or five years, every day I was stressed out. His phone rang and I saw the hospital phone number. I'm in straight panic mode. We go to a doctor visit and every day I'm waiting on my kid to die. <laughs> Every single day I was waiting on the kid to die, and then Mari would have a nervous breakdown, and the Beyonce would go smoke some crack, and I'd just be like, yeah, really? Jesus, this is what we're doing? And and I'm over here in this cave. I can't go outside. I can only go to the grocery store and go to church. <laughs> and y'all wonder why when things happen, I just say, oh, all right. <laughs> because my first focus is I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind, hallelujah, is stayed on me. Honey, I don't have time to have emotions. Oh, that's all I got. Dion, your house is on fire. Oh, all right. Well, I got my purse and got my car keys and I guess Macy's probably is open, so I don't know. <laughs> moved out of my house and left everything in it. Just, you can have it. <laughs> so I don't care about none of this. My first focus is I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Uh, hey, Dion. <laughs> uh, the whole world is falling apart. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we'll see Jesus a little sooner than we thought. Listen, after a while, your first first focus takes priority when you understand that Matthew 6 and 33 is real. It applies to you. All you ever have to do is seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, our glory, and everything else will be added unto you. The other day, I'm going to tell y'all, especially so you church people, clutch your pearls real quick, get real uncomfortable. I was sitting at the bar at the tavern with my homegirl and her homegirl and we were talking about purpose. <laughs> she had had a hard day. And what you understand about kingdom living and kingdom structures, it doesn't always look like what you think it looks like. Ask me and Sabrina and Tanya uh, and Dee Dee, because we go different places. And every single place we go, something happens that supernatural has nothing to do with anything. And we're sitting across the table from one another. And normally I don't tell stories like this because I don't want y'all to, uh, to get green because this is not that. This is, I need you to hear what I'm saying. I need you to hear what I'm saying. And we're sitting at the table and we're, we're having a conversation. And um, as we have this conversation, 
all of a sudden the little lady reaches in her purse and grabs her checkbook and writes me out a check for a specific amount of money and it wasn't five dollars and it wasn't two hundred dollars and it wasn't a thousand dollars and it wasn't two or three thousand dollars the lady pulled out her checkbook and wrote me a check and handed it to me and said uh if you need more let me know right? we're, we're talking about first focus first focus on what God has for you to do. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm not saying that to boast. That's not high side stuff. What I'm telling you is kingdom mentality affords everything that God has in your sphere to do. Right? When you understand the power of focusing on the first things first, you don't have time to be emotional. I don't care what happens. I don't care what's going on. Doesn't matter to me if everything that I think is normal gets turned upside down. It already has. It already did. It already was. And it already is. When you align yourself and you focus on, God, what is it that you want from me in relationship? Before I do any of this work, before I go outside and tell anybody that you're amazing and that you're a miracle worker and that you're a life changer, before I go outside and tell you, what do you want to tell me about me? What's in my nasty heart that needs to be reconciled? What's in my thought process life that I need to alter? What do I need to adjust about behaviors? How do I show up in a room? My focus is God, creating my glory to God, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit inside of me, y'all, your moody self and your bitter self and your angry self and your religious self. God, strip all of that off of me so that I can do great exploits, right? The, the word tells us great is his benefit. Some of us are worried about things that we would never have to worry about if we put our first focus on him shouldn't be a day that you don't wake up. God, I thank you. Listen, I know a lot of people didn't wake up today and yesterday and the day before that. And a whole bunch of people ain't going to wake up this morning and they're not going to wake up tomorrow. Uh, and, And guess what? When you're finished, you're done. You, You can't impact anything dead. But isn't it a shame that so many people live their lives on earth, dead men walking? When's the last time somebody saw your God in you? When is the last time somebody's life was impacted or changed? Not because you quoted a scripture. I don't nobody care about that. Don't nobody care if you go to prayer meeting and Bible study five nights a week if you if you don't honor people's life in your company. If you are not considerate or conscientious of others, I don't care nothing about your prayer meetings. Keep it. <laughs> you you probably need to just move in because your character, your integrity should absolutely reflect that you keep showing up at prayer meeting, but you're still irresponsible. You're still hecka emotional. You're still moody. You're still sometimes. You're still bitter. I don't care how many times you scream hallelujah. I hear your nasty heart through your holler. So. You should shut up, right? And I'm and and listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not saying that that you shouldn't do the work to perfect it, but you know when you bitter. 
And if you don't, you need better friends. You got to make your first focus being well enough to do kingdom bidding business. I mean, surround yourself with people who will say, hey, what was that? Where did that come from? Why would you do that? Did you know? Is there any reason in particular that? Keep people around you that keep you accountable for the testimony you share of being a believer. Keep people around you that will ask you hard questions and make you uncomfortable enough to change. Keep people around you that will help you focus first on the agenda and objective of God, people that see your gifts and your talents, people that won't let you make excuses for being a manipulator, people that won't let you make excuses uh, for doing halfway work, people that won't let you make excuses for bad behavior. Stay around people that make sure that you focus first. No, you're not going to throw no tantrum. You're going to shut up because you can't control that. Oh, learn how to say, oh, for real? Dion, the doctor said I had cancer. Oh, all right. Dion, uh, they, they found a lump in my breast. Oh, okay. Well, you just going to say, oh, okay. Well, what, what else do you want me to say? I'm not God. I don't, I don't have an outcome. Listen, I've watched it way too many times. The reality is every single person here has a number. We are responsible for the days that we are given. Your productivity on the earth is not a house, a husband, two and a half children, and a dog. It's cool if you get those while you're here. But the question I want to ask everyone as I begin to close is, for real, if, if you get, well, now I won't say if, when you have to appear before God in glory. Psalms 84 says we go from strength to strength, each one appears before God in Zion, which just means each strength has to be interrogated before it's released to you because it has to know that you are prepared to handle that level of strength. Some of you guys have been on the same level. Some of us, and, and there's a, a variety, there's an array, and I've been there, and I, I understand, and I still don't have it all figured out, so don't get it twisted. I've just learned how to say, oh, okay. Right? But ultimately, we have a responsibility. If you, when you get to, to heaven, when you stand before the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, uh, the judges that sit in the heavens, when you get before your cloud of witnesses, what will he have to attest to the fact that you say you are a believer other than church on Sunday? other than prayer meeting periodically or on Tuesdays or you take your little online um, small group class, what what will he be able to attribute to you adding, the Bible says, and they added to the church daily? When's the last time somebody even asked you where you go to church? And not even that that's, you know, the, the safest place for them to go, poor babies, but uh, when's the last time somebody noticed the light in you because your first focus is being the Jesus that somebody needs to see, right? It, it's a real thing, you guys. And and if we were to have to uh, incriminate you in a legal proceeding, would we have enough evidence to say that 
You are a blood-bought, blood-washed, spirit-filled believer in the kingdom. Have you focused on changing your heart, your behaviors, and your thought process? Now, we know Holy Spirit is the only one that can change it. But with your cooperation, because if you don't cooperate, if you're not interested in changing or if you're not interested in growing, if you're not interested in becoming, if that's not your focus, that's not going to happen. Last thing, anytime God brings an obstacle to you, anytime you run into a challenge, anytime you find yourself in a situation where you think you have a problem, it came to build you. It came to strengthen you. It came to challenge you and to change you. How you handle that situation depends on your focus. Your focus has to be predicated on the truth that you know, not the things that you think you see, hear, or feel. Your feelings will make a complete and utter fool of you if you let them. In this season, my prayer is that you focus on fixing feelings, that you learn kingdom emotional intelligence, that you become aware of God's presence in such a way that when you are out of pocket, when you are displaced emotionally, when you are um, out of alignment with the truth of what the word of God says about you, and then again, you've got to read it to know what that is, that something inside of you will begin to blare and to scream uh, and, and to let you know you are completely out of alignment. Nobody can do that but you. The longer you take to agree with what heaven is saying about you, the further your focus goes. So I hope I said something that, that helped somebody. I hope I annoyed somebody. I hope I made you frustrated a little bit. I kind of like when that happens because it'll make you think. So if we deal with a bunch of quiet this morning, oh, okay. But I want you to consider your expectation. When you learn the word of God for yourself, your focus changes. Things become a lot different if you give them permission to. So with that said, here's this opportunity that we take daily. But if, in fact, you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning, you're welcome to do so. And as always, I would entreat the men uh, to say something first, just out of honor. Then thereafter, uh, any first-time or new callers that may want to jump in and say something, feel free to do so. Are there any men at this time? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. <laughs> Amen. Any other men, men, men? All right, cool. Any new or first-time callers that want to say good morning? Awesome. Then it's uh, free. Ali, Ali, oxen free. Good morning. This is Gwen. Hey, Dion. Hey, Gwen. Good morning. All I can say is amen to what you said. It's a lot. It's good. Amen. 
Amen, amen. Anybody else? Good morning, baby girl. Good I morning, love you. Love oh. you more. Amen, amen. Glad to have you this morning. Good, Good morning. morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. I so much need to hear that, Pastor Dion. Thank you so much. God bless. Hey, hey. Amen. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. That great declaration. Yes. Amen. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. It's just one great declaration. I, I I can't hear you over in the background. Who is that? This is Lynn. Hey, Dion. Hey, Lynn. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Great, great word. Um, thank you. Hey, man. Good to hear your love voice. You. I love you too, sweetie. Anybody else? Hi, good morning, Dan. This is Kemper. Thank you for your obedience and for being a, a vessel. You know, sometimes it's like, mm, that's all I can say is, mm. And that's what you have to say this morning. Mm. Glory to God. Thank you. Hey, Amen. Good morning, Kemper. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. I'm right with her. <laughs> Come on. Mm. Hey, good morning, sir. Mm. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. Good morning, Mott. Good morning, Hagrid. Hey. Hey. Well, I might as well join on in. Good morning, Miss Yvette. Bless us, everyone. Thank you this morning. Good morning, that girl. <laughs> Good morning, Mrs. Glorious. I totally agree. God bless you. Thank you so much. I love you. Love you too, babe. Morning, Dion. Love you. Good morning, Nina. Love you back. Good morning tonight, Jay. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning, Cynthia. Anybody else? Morning, Dion. It's Elsie. Hey, Elsie. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is hey, Sabrina. Hey, I got bro. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, uh. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate you, sis. <laughs> Blessings to you this morning. Anybody else? If not, we'll walk right into love, life, and victory, honey. If, if y'all don't go silent on me, and, and okay, <laughs> I'll just say I'll jump in and just say I'm awake now. God bless you, it's Krishanda. I'm awake. <laughs> Good morning, it's the love, Barb. I hear you. I hear you. Amen. Yeah, 
It's good to be heard. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? If not, I'll give you some time to sit in it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just going to sit in it. I'm going to take my little teacup and I'm going to sit in it. But I thank you for your words, sis. Amen. Me too. Me too, Shell. Yes, ma'am. I'm sitting. <laughs> thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm living it. <laughs> right. Listen, oh. I just hope you get to a place of, oh, faster than I did. <laughs> I say all the time, if I had known for one second that Josiah would be away at college, uh, half of that energy that I used to cry myself to sleep and slide down walls and fall all out and uh, throw up in my mouth a whole bunch of times, I would have been living my life. It was hard to watch. But if I had known then, what I know now, I never would have wasted so much energy. Hey, never. Hey. Hey, sis, it's Didi. I love you, and I'm so grateful that I've God allowed me to really be close and front and see all of it and make me get to where I'm going, oh, <laughs> when things happen and crisis arise, like you said, we're going to have things happen. We're going to get diagnosed. People are going to – things are going to happen. But for me to actually watch you <laughs> – with everything that you've gone through and how much your phone and people come to you and you know what I mean? Like you ain't sitting on the corner with your purse wrapped around your neck and I get it. Even when we pray and we ask for prayer requests at time, it's like, mm, really? Because I understand the focus. When we get our focus on Romans 8 and 28, no matter what's going on, life is going to be life. And I understand that now. So not to get caught up emotionally, I appreciate you, and you know I love you, and I'm I can't wait to hug Sai just because. Yeah, love you. Hey Dion, it's Gwen. I don't know why Dee Dee always stirs me up when she speaks, but uh, as you were speaking, I was thinking about the time when my whole uh, apartment building burnt down. Right, <clears throat> it's on fire. I've been in the house, and I come outside, and I'm looking at it, and it's like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't know. And at that time, I wasn't even really that uh, into Christ, you know. I mean, I was, but uh, not where I am now. But, you know, it's like, okay, it is what it is. And uh, he always comes through. Um, And, yeah, I think after a while, when you start to realize some stuff, you just ain't going to be able to control. Period. Always just the best answer. Saves you a whole bunch of emotional bandwidth. Period. Hey, hey, Dion, this is glorious again. Hey. It, listening listening to um, you this morning and the parts that I was able to get, because work always getting in my way, but the, my, the morning song that I have been waking up with most mornings, for months is keep the first things first. And so it helps me put in perspective, because I know Holy Spirit is speaking. 
you got to keep your mindset focused with on me and what I'm saying and what I'm doing. Everything else don't have nothing to do with nothing because it's not important. So I really appreciate you um, just just giving us truth and allowing Holy Spirit to just minister through you to us. I really do. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I, I think uh, I share the way I share because Listen, life is going to life whether you like it or not. Things are going to happen that frustrate you, that make you afraid, that make you feel like you're going to die any minute. But the truth is you're alive until you're not. Hey, good morning, Dion. Good morning, family. Good morning. How are you doing? I like you. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, did you hear my, I know you didn't, but did you hear my sermon I ministered on Sunday? <laughs> no. The scriptures and everything. Listen, <laughs> it was like, get your joy back. It was, God, I, I know it was, and this is the timing um, that we can manage our emotions. It just take effort. I know we've been lied to and told we can't, but if y'all don't get that book, <laughs> Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, Thanks, Dion, for introducing that to the group. It, we can manage our emotions. You know, when when you were saying, oh, I, I thought just for a moment my brain went there, and then um, Gwen came in with, okay, so, oh, like, oh, okay, like, that's a wonder. Like, it might catch you by surprise. It might even knock the breath out of you, right? Oh, then you got okay, because that's going to eventually happen. But, oh, like, zero with a zero balance, like, I surrender everything. I'm going to stop trying to fix it and stop trying to control it. We're going back to zero. Okay, throw up the white flag. God, you got it. And then you get to that okay, because nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And life is going to happen to us, and stuff is going to come up, and he wants to see what we're going to do with it. But the truth is, the stuff that we go through is just trying our faith to perfect us. Mm -hmm. How can we count it all joy when we go through diverse temptations and trials and trouble and life? And that same verse tells us, because we know, but if you don't know that the trying of your faith produces something in and out and through us, we're going to go through like victims instead of victors, because life is not happening to us, it's happening for us. That was the word on Sunday with it's most true. stuff. But yeah. And so that's just confirmation that, you know what, it's time to get our emotions in check because no matter what, there's a scripture that I always think, and it's in the back of my head, about managing and going through with excellence, almost as if doing our work and living our life is a work, doing that with excellence in a way that honors God. And if that's the forefront, then the other stuff in one way is heavy on us to overtake us and overwhelm us. Why? Because we know that it's working yeah. out together for our good. Why? Because we love him and we're called according to his purpose. Get his purpose first, our purpose will follow. Thank yeah. you. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> good, good, good work. Amen. There, there's a song that I listened to by James Fortune that simply says thankful that's the name of it and baby i have to be mindful when i listen to it especially if i got something else to do <laughs> because of uh, one of them lay you out oh, <laughs> my dad 
rag out party over here type deals. But if you know anything about me, I'm I'm a, a word person. And so when the words mm-hmm. are accurate and agreeable with the truth of the word mm-hmm. of God, I hate it song written out of context, it stresses me completely out. So I'm like, I ain't singing that. That ain't true, honey. That's a whole lie. Um, but I'm I'm going to post it on my page. I pray that it blesses you. Um, listen, every time I think about, for real, all of the things that God has brought me through, and I still have soundness of mind, some things I know certain people would not have not only not survived, but we would have had to pack them back. I had full permission um, to to completely lose it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reality is folks would have been like, I understand. I mean, it's by J.J. Harrison. I'm sorry. Um, and, and nobody would have been mad at me. <laughs> Not only would nobody have been mad at me, but people would have made excuses for the fact that I lost my whole mind, that I snapped completely out. They would have said, yeah, she went through enough for that to be the reason. She experienced mm-hmm. enough to go ahead and check out. I would have got a pass. I would have got a whole pass. And the unfortunate part is um, that most people don't really understand that if, in fact, your focus is not what you are feeling, your focus is not what you are experiencing, your focus is not what you think you see, but your focus is, God, you made me a promise. When you begin to tell him what he said to you, you told me that everything was working for my good. I need to know what this is employed to do. Right, you said that you would keep me in perfect peace if my mind was stayed on you. So I need the peace of God that passes all understanding to rest on me right up and through here. And the reality is, and and I say this all the time, it's a location I live here, which is why I can now say, oh, that's all. I believe what he said. People be like, oh, Dion, you have such positive energy. Honey, this ain't no positive energy. I'm just positive that every single thing that my God said about who I am and what I'm called to do is truth. I don't have to rely on my strength. I don't have to rely on my goodness. I don't have to rely on my righteousness or my holiness. He is that. None are holy except him. None are righteous but him. But because, hallelujah, he superimposes his righteousness upon my life, I can walk in full confidence and competence that even in my imperfection, his righteousness still shows up. That's all. Anybody else? That you said so good. Um, uh-uh. I, I heard two people. Let's let's get an order real quick and we'll go. Um, I heard Phil, Christina, and who else? Anybody else? I think it was Prashanda. It was who? Prashanda. I I thought so too. All right, go ahead, Shay. <laughs> I just all I was saying is that you said it so good. I'll be quiet. I let everybody else go. Um, the, go I know I, I was feeling okay. sick as you begin as you as I was sitting here thinking, sipping my tea. Um, I. The Lord showed me my mom and how I will always come to her, and she will be sitting in her blue kickback recliner with her legs crossed, girl, eating bacon ends like they was the best treat that they put in a bag, homemade, 
and I would come to her with my problems, and she would be sitting there just crunching and crackling, oh, yeah, and sunflower seeds. And I'd give her my problems. She would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, I'm talking to you. She said, girl, I'll hear you. Right. And I'm well, what are we going to do? She said, well, what you going to do? Okay. And keep on going. Like, get a walker. Like, she watched the Texas walker and ain't paid me no nope. mind. <laughs> so I'm leaving, like, for real, I came here. My mama can't help me. But little did I know, she rests in the true and living God. She trusts in him. I know what that feels like. I know why she has. Oh, okay. Unbound that is just to be able to see it and understand it, even though she's not here, but just to plant that seed and, and, and understand, girl, he was he's there for you all the time. Oh, that's what you got to do. It's rest in him. Abide in him, and he'll abide in you. So yeah. that's part right there. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You are. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Got it. Well, did you hear what I said? Uh huh. I heard you. Well. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You good? It's good. All right. So what we doing? You gonna scream and holler and fall out, or we just gonna keep? What are we doing? This child right. is that all? Right. And face. I would house and go to my dad and my dad would be like, Well what did your mama say? And I said, Let me go. Let me just leave y'all alone. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Hey Dion. Oh it's me, Gwen. Yeah, it it comes to mind the scripture, all things work together for good for those who love him. And you know, it, it and it always works out. It, it it always it may not be the way you want it to, but it's the way he wants it, you know. And you just yeah. submit to. Yeah, and and I think when you for real, when you not only understand that, but when it just becomes your portion, and no matter what's going on, there, that that God made a promise, and that He's never going to change His mind. How you feel about it has nothing to do with the truth of what it really is. He's never going to change his mind. He's always going to keep his word. And once that becomes your confidence, it then becomes your competence, right? It becomes a matter of fact. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't, okay. Yeah, the whole house is on fire. So, Okay, well get your get what you can get and move around. It mean you're gonna get some new. So, That's right. Know. That's right. Got a new house, can't <laughs> Exactly. Fire insurance. All right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh well. That's what we pay the insurance for. To God be the glory. Call it a weekend. Anybody else? I was reminded of um when you were telling us Josiah's story, and praise God for the report. I, I I I did see it on Facebook, started to call you, but got distracted. But Joe was thanking God uh, for that. Um, I remember when you asked him, what are we going to do? Do you want to live 
or are you going to die? Yeah. Remember that conversation that you had with us? I know you remembered it with him. (laughs) But I was like, why make a decision? What are we doing? That was so powerful. I mean, because really, are we going to trust what God said or are we going to give in to how we feel and what we think and what it looks like? Because, I mean, it's easy to do. Like we said, we, like you said, we have the absolute capability kind of justified in it because it's devastating. But there's still an alternative to make a decision. What are we going to do? And then you were going to follow along with whatever he decided. If he wanted to make his last days the best days and be done with it, then you gave me the impression that that's what you're going to do with him. But if he wanted to fight and live, okay, that's what we're doing. Nothing else is optional now. We made this decision. We're moving forward. And then look at God. Look at God. Yeah, and that's exactly what what the conversation was. And Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. When he started talking about he wanted to go to Georgia, Shall my stomach hurt like I don't know what Ooh, my underarm mm-hmm. everything had everything had hair on the itch, child, period. Dot dot. You know, like when you're about to get a whooping. Oh my goodness, my stomach dropped. I was like, Well, you go to Solano, you go to Davis, you can go. Cause what if something happened? I didn't say all of this to him out loud, but in my mind Oh, my heart was beating fast, and the Holy Spirit said, well, what are you doing? Uh, well, uh, well, maybe I'm in the way. Yeah, maybe you are, because that ain't none of your child. Oh, you're not? No, he's mine, and everything I want him to do, he's going to do, period. And I was like, mm. well, okay, well, forget it then. Shoot. And I let it go. And I, when we had the conversation about it, I said, son, I said, you know, you're you going to be X, Y, Z. He said, mom, I'm going to live until I die. So while I'm alive, I'm going to go ahead and live. It is what it is. Not many people knew he was still on chemo, right? Not many people knew that we had to do all the doctor transfers and get a new oncologist and get a new radiologist and hematologist and neurologist, all these different steps and elements. It it took a lot for him to go to school, (laughs) but he didn't care. I just, I'll deal with it. I'm not going to, yeah, I don't want you to sit around here and die. <laughs> That's not going to work. Let's move around. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Anybody else have anything? <laughs> I do. Go ahead. Um, what keeps um, being on my mind about your son is when you said he was in the hospital and he never complained or never said a word. And it goes back to when Jesus, when he was on on the cross and when he was carrying the uh, cross and everything, and he never said a mumbling word. And um, I was just saying that's... uh, 
you know, God bless uh, Pastor Dion to raise him, but he he took after our father, where he didn't complain. He never said a mumbling word in the hospital, and that just keep playing in my head. That's all I wanted to say. Amen. Amen. He is one of the most unconcerned folks complain about things, and he started laughing. He'd <laughs> be like, yeah. He said, Mama, sometimes I'll be sitting in the barbershop, and I listen to people complain, and I, he never tells anybody about his story. He He's very um, very guarded with that, that story. It's very sacred space for him, and so we say sometimes I listen to people complain about little things, and uh, in the back of my head, I'm saying, you have no idea how blessed you actually are. You would have never been able to deal with what I've dealt with and made it make sense. Yeah, so it, it's uh, it's it's pretty dope to watch. He's a pretty amazing kid. <laughs> they are. Yeah. I had to think about the time when I had to, to dry up. To, to ooh, one of his point, you know, we had to go to. It was a Friday, and I was stressing because I hadn't finished my Friday night live topic. And I remember nephew was like, "We still had to go eat, so I had to go get him some filling steak." But he was like, "Cause I was like, oh, I ain't gonna. I'm like, okay, I gotta get you home." Then he looked at me and he said, "Auntie, for real? Like, what you you know what to talk about?" And I remember once six o'clock, I think I was still in the car, and I just let it flow because he reminded me, what are you stressing on? So when you were saying it, you're so right. A lot of times if you don't know his story, just by his mannerisms and his character and his love and just when I, you know, checking on him and stuff, he'll check me. And I'm like, just because he's just not bothered with everything he's gone through. So yeah, that's, that's a blessing. Yeah. It's been pretty dope to, uh, pretty dope to watch. Amen. Anybody else? All right. Well, I can give you guys some time back. It's uh, 7.34. If I tell you nothing else, uh, I'll say this um, as we prepare to release the call. You take some time to simply practice presence, and that's just spend some time in the presence of God. I assure you, if you make that a habit, Consistently, if you are consistently headed toward purpose, if you are consistently moving toward the pathway of the promises of God, if you start to take the time to learn what the Word of God says for your life, eventually you start to believe it. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Make sure that the things that you are listening to, the things that you are watching are not contradicting the truth of what God has already declared about you. Be intentional. Yeah, be intentional. Be very deliberate about what your expected outcomes are. And I assure you, God is not only going to bless you, he's going to grow you, he's going to stretch you, he's going to make sure that every single step, the Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of and by the Lord. You will walk in purpose if you surrender and submit your heart to the truth of what God has already said about who you are. So 
Um, that being said, I pray that you have an amazing, amazing day. I pay, pray that you go and you grow in love. For those of you that are fasting, um, we meet right back here at uh, 5 p.m. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get it. Love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Love you. Be blessed. Yes, yes Ruth. Oh. Don't say it like that. I know you're trying to get off the phone. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yes, Ruth. <laughs> I just want to say, I'm still tired. I just got in from taking but I was listening. And I just want to say this. I can imagine what, I can't actually imagine what you were going through behind the scenes with your son, you know, um, off the call. But I said this, your strength helped all of us get through so much during that time. Because when Josiah was, um, was you know, was going through his illness, it seemed like we was all, most of us lifers on the call, we was all going through something too. But your strength through that helped us get through what we were going through. I've never, you've never came to the call screaming and hollering. You never, um, you know, just cut up, <laughs> you know, how some people be mean and nasty because they're going through stuff. Your tone now has been consistent, you know, just been consistent through everything. You never was just mean in that. You even helped me go go through what I was going through while you was going through your thing. And I remember saying, I don't want to, I don't want to call you, Dion, because I know you're going through with Josiah. And you was like, girl, <laughs> you know, and you was right there with me. So thank you for just taking all the time and being humble and helping me and my family while we was going through a hot mess, you know. And so, um, but it did, it gave me strength to get through what I was going through. So I'm so grateful that I'm here right now because I thought back then I wanted to kill nobody. I'm so glad I didn't kill nobody, Lord. I'm just sitting in jail right now. But, you know, you, I mean, truly you helped me and my family. And um, and so even now when I'm on a call, you know, call, you say, you, you, you know, you on that call. Oh, now he's like, oh, you ain't going to get on the prayer line. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I know some of the husbands and boyfriends may be, uh, you know, on the like the uh, Didi always say that Matt, Maddie be listening too. But this call has helped people that's not even on the call. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I'm just grateful that you know, for you know that that you you allow God to use you through all that, and you still here, and you stay consistent. Because imagine if you was acting, you know, just cutting up and all that. We wouldn't have made it, none of us. We would have all just, you know, just we would have been a hot mess too, but you were our leader, and you're still our leader. So thank you, Precious. I'm so glad <laughs> that, you know, you know you really don't even know. You don't. You really don't know the impact that you had on not my life but my family's life. All of us. I'm the oldest of seven, so we all on the call. All my nieces and nephews, everybody. This call Amen. is just not for the people that's on here, but for the families that's been on the call for nine years. Thank you, precious. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Roseanne. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you too. God bless Amen. you, Dion. I I did all that. I mean that it. Everything she said was just so on point because you were just so strong 
And there would be times I'd be like, yeah, on the car. I'm like, like, why is she not taking time for herself or doing something for herself? And, you know, you were just always faithful and you kept us strong. And, you know, that's why we all are still here. And we love you, sweetheart. Amen. God be praised. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. I love you guys back, obviously. Either that or I'm crazy. <laughs> I tend to go with the first one. I love you guys back. <laughs> Amen. All right, guys. Well, if nobody has anything else, uh, I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. Just keep going. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, keep going. I promise you win. If you do not quit, bye, guys.